Hey, real quick. Want to give a shout out to James up in Stoneville, North Carolina. He's a friend of the show. Hell, he's a friend of the family. Now we were able to go ahead and help his family recently save more than $1,200 a month. Really think about this. My man, Robbie didn't save $1,200 one time. He's going to save it each and every month, all because he went to save with Conrad.com. He left us a five-star review earlier this week. And he said this from the first phone call with Christian, all the hard work Diane put in Jennifer taking time to explain things and help me understand where we were at with the deal right up to Steve, helping me get this survey through nothing but professionalism all around dealing with first family has helped us to the point we've cut $1,200 a month off our bills. I can't say enough about the team Conrad has assembled. I highly recommend first family to anyone looking to purchase or refinance their home. Thanks to Conrad and the entire first family team. No, thank you, James, for the great review and congratulations on saving 1200 bucks a month. And oh, by the way, you can skip your next two house payments. It's real folks. Save with Conrad.com can help you. We're licensed in more than 40 States, but if you've got credit card debt, if you're looking to save money on your monthly payments, if you're looking to pay your house off faster, or even buy a house with no money down, save with Conrad.com is your hookup. Holler. If you hear me, that's save with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh, by the way, you don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. What are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save for free at savewithconrad.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is adfreeshows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others. But yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Eric Fires Back, Idle Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing, but there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at AdFreeShows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered. That's adfreeshows.com. It's the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now. Adfreeshows.com. You'd be glad you did. Woo Wings, a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your Uber Eats or Postmates app. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion. Tell them, Nate. Woo Wings, legendary flavors, world championship wings. Woo! Woo Wings. Yeah! Woo-woo! Symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. 
Today's episode of The Kurt Angle Show is brought to you by Geico, who asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. Hey, this is Kurt Angle and welcome to The Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll discuss the trials and tribulations of joining the TNA Hall of Fame. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How are you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt. I am. Uh, I'm doing well. And you said it, man. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. A tough it, episode. It, it, it's a tough episode. It is. But when I was going through the notes and prepping and pulling the clips and getting ready for this, Kurt, I thought about it and I'm like, this is your life. The story of you picking yourself up and overcoming adversity to exceed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not one to put myself over, but, um, I was in a lot of trouble at certain points in my life and I was able to pull myself out of it. And I, it makes me really proud that I was able to do that. Yeah. And one of these, uh, one of those moments, major moments in time is through this time it's 2013. So we're going to get into it. Like I said, we have several clips, six of them to be exact that we want to touch on and go through. And, and this is a happy time uh, for you as well, because this is your big TNA Hall of Fame induction. And it all begins at Slammiversary. It's June 2nd, 2013. It's in Boston. And uh, I want to start off with some notes from The Observer. It's the June 2nd edition. It says the highlight of the show was Kurt Angle being named as the second entrant into the TNA Hall of Fame, something he was not aware of until it happened. And nor were many others. Angle broke down into legitimate tears. Everyone booked on the show that wasn't in Aces and Eights came out, even Hulk Hogan. They were all on the ramp as Dixie Carter was in the ring. The agents and refs were there as well. Carter came out first and gave TNA a TNA pep talk. They played an Angle video, and he was in tears. Carter said that Angle gave TNA the ability to know uh, we were going to make it if Angle was their leader. Angle said... He'd had some awesome moments in Boston, but this topped all of them. He thanked his wife, Giovanna, and mentioned his four kids, as well as thanking Dixie Carter, Serge, who's uh, Dixie's husband, and Mr. and Mrs. Carter for bringing him there. He said there were a lot of guys deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. He mentioned AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, and James Storm, and he said TNA had the best roster in the world, and they make him look good, and he's in the Hall of Fame because of them. So, Kurt, a lot has been and can be said regarding your career, but there's no doubt in anyone's mind that, man, as far as Hall of Fame goes, pal, you deserve in every single one of the Hall of Fames in wrestling. But this was your first professional wrestling Hall of Fame induction. Did you really not know about it ahead of time? No, I didn't know. They didn't tell me. Nobody said a word. They sprung it on me that night, and that's why I got so emotional. Uh, you know, was, what's crazy is... um I didn't have a speech prepared or anything like that, but you know, I actually thanked all the right people. You did. You, know, you nailed it. Prepared. You wouldn't think that that would occur, but yeah, I didn't know about it. I was actually blindsided about it and I was elated. Buddy, listen, our first clip of the week is that, is that induction video. We're going to watch it together. And then, uh, I want to talk about what's running through your mind as you kind of relive this moment. So our first clip of the week is the TNA hall of fame induction video this week on the show. This is a story of humble beginnings. A story of pleading. 
fighting red, white, and blue, and never, ever giving up. In 1996, he united a country and gave hope to people everywhere. He is more than just an athlete. He is a father, a believer, a man of action. He crossed the line and made an impact. With every ounce of desire, he creates the feeling. He is a dreamer, chance taker, and history maker. And he do it! This is what he came to DNA for! What a momentous occasion here at Slammiversary as Kurt Angle becomes the world heavyweight champion! In the ring lies his passion, and wrestling has always been his obsession. It's real. It's damn real. It cannot be staged. When you see it, you feel it. Tonight, we celebrate the magnificence of one extraordinary career. Tonight, Kurt Angle is immortalized into the TNA Wrestling Hall of Fame. He reached for the stars and touched them. Kurt Angle is why we have never stopped dreaming. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Kurt, uh, what did you think about the video, watching it all these years later? Uh, it makes me emotional. Uh, it was just a really good time. Um, you know, doing what I did in pro wrestling, not just amateur wrestling, but pro wrestling, um, you know, I look back now and I, 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 I actually am proud of my career. Back then, I wasn't so proud. I always wanted more. I always wanted to do better. I wanted to outdo myself from the time before. But now I'm kind of content with what I was able to accomplish. And looking back, it just really uh, brought on some emotion for me. Ah, same, man. I got a little misty uh, and a little cold chills just because uh, of our how our relationship has, uh, has grown over the last year or so. And watching it, it's different. It hits differently. So, man, so cool. And, uh, it's, I love how they start with the, the story of you as a youth and always overcoming adversity and how all of our hopes were with you at the Olympics. And yeah, then they get into wrestling, crossing the line, how big of a move it was for you to come over from the WWF, WWE, a lot of balls here, right? Oh my God. To come to this company and, and have some amazing matches, man. Just uh, awesome. And there's Hulk Hogan right there to watch all this. How special was that? A guy that's been the symbol 
of wrestling all throughout the 80s into the 90s with the NWO, he's right there just cheering away for you on that moment. Well, having Hulk Hogan there, I mean, he revolutionized wrestling. Yeah. You know, wrestling wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, what he did in the 80s and 90s. And uh, to have him out there was extra special for me. You know, I didn't really have a lot of respect for him when I first started uh, because I never watched. I never watched pro wrestling. I knew of Hulk Hogan, but I didn't know what he was able to accomplish. Right. And, um, you know, the more I, I started watching pro wrestling and getting involved in pro wrestling and having a career, the more I started to appreciate what Hulk Hogan has done. He has done some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Talk about your relationship with Dixie around this time, 2013. What was that like? We were really tight. Dixie and I had a very special relationship. Um, we talked to each other all week long. Uh, we were always concerned with what was going on with the show and what was going on with our families. Uh, we, we, we did, it wasn't just business. It was personal too. And, uh, I enjoyed, uh, being around her. She was a great boss, always gave me what I needed, make sure I was okay. Uh, always paid me, uh, no matter what, if I, uh, got, got injured, like I yeah. injured my knee and had, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, go out on ligament replaced. Yeah. And right. I was out for eight months. She paid That's me right. full, full money. The whole Unbelievable. Time. My, yeah. my, yeah. So she took care of me all the time. Yeah. I absolutely love that woman. Yeah. That's good. Hey, did you go to geico.com yet? So listen, you have to assume at some point when AJ, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode aren't under contract somewhere that they're going to be going into the impact, you know, hall of fame at some point. Right. Oh yeah. They're a shoe. And, uh, as long as they're not signed with another, you know, company, yeah. but, um, I think they're all going the hall of fame easily. Yeah, I just saw a highlight of Raven going in. Uh, any idea why do you don't think James Storm hasn't gone in yet? Yeah, you know what? He's not signed with a major promotion, is he? No, uh, no. Not but the I'm going to tell you this: he's a shoe in too. Yeah, you he's know, I'm be. surprised it wasn't James Storm this year instead of Raven. Don't get me wrong; Raven's had an incredible career. Yeah, but James was more of a TNA guy than most other wrestlers. I mean, he was—that's where he started his career, and he was there for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure all of them uh, will be in at some point. Well, listen, as we continue this story, as we continue to talk about this period of your life, on the way to the induction, you had another hurdle in your life. And I'm going to read some more notes here. August 12th uh, from 2013 from The Observer. Kurt Angle, 44, was arrested for driving while intoxicated after the 8-1 TV tapings while driving from Wichita Falls, where they taped, to Tyler, Texas, where he was working the next night. After the arrest, the next day, he announced that he was going to rehab. Angle was pulled from the weekend house shows and entered a rehab facility on August 5th. Angle on Twitter said he would be getting help. He said, I'm human. It's time for me to work on me. He also wrote, I am blessed to have the support of my family, my friends, and my company. In light of recent events, I will immediately be entering a rehabilitation center. I realize that this, is, that this is a pivotal time in my life, and I ask for your understanding as well as your prayers and continued support. I am confident that in taking these steps, I can begin to address necessary changes in my life. The TNA family is very supportive of the steps Kurt Angle is taking in his recovery, wrote Dixie Carter. Please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. There's no time frame on when Angle will return. Kurt, walk us through this situation, this time in your life. What can you tell us about the issues that you were going through at this point? Well, I was having a lot of issues. Uh, you know, I was addicted to painkillers and, and um, alcohol. Um, and what, what stemmed that was it, it all started when I got injured my neck in WWE. And I was introduced to painkillers. 
And, you know, having, um, being in that company, you know, coming back from the neck injury and coming back, you know, I was still taking a small amount of painkillers. Sure. But I kept re-injuring myself. Yeah. And it just got worse and worse. And not only that, it was making me depressed because I couldn't continue on TV. I was sitting at home all the time because, you know, I was having problems with injuries. And, um, you know, another thing that occurred at that particular time is my sister died of a heroin at, at, uh, overdose. And yeah. I didn't deal with that either. All I did was numb the pain by drinking alcohol yeah. and taking pills. And I was in a bad spot in my, my life at that particular time. And, uh, you know, knowing that um, I wanted to always do better than I've ever done before. In other words, I always want to capitalize and do something better than winning the Olympics. And I thought, you know, I go to WWE and be a 10-time WWE champion. That would capitalize on it. And then, you know, but as I was doing that, I won six WWE titles and that wasn't good enough. Like I, I kept seeking something more. And uh, for some reason, I was never satisfied with what I already have accomplished. And uh, that's a lot of the reason why I was addicted. Yeah. Numb the pain, numb the, numb the pain of the physical pain, which you outlined your neck and all the injuries, numb your emotional pain, your sister dying. And then you yourself, you just, you can't, you can't stop. You're so driven. You could not stop the voices in your head of you got to push OCD, more. bad man. Well, you you do so bad. I know. I work with you, <laughs> but I mean, there's so much going on, and the one thing that quieted all down was numbing yourself in those ways. And uh, so, man, right, until somebody walks a day, you know, in those shoes, so much going on for you. Uh, let's talk about TNA at this point. What were they saying to you at the time? You know, we don't know what was going on behind the scenes. You mentioned that Dixie Carter was so supportive. Obviously she comes out on Twitter here and says all the right things. And and you said, Hey, she was a great person. You loved her, but were, were, was it about taking care of yourself, making sure you're okay? What was that? You know, what was that conversation like with you? You know what? This woman is an angel. Okay. I had four DUIs in five years. Yeah. My ass should have been fired after the second DUI. And she didn't do that. She cared so much about me. She wanted to make sure that my, my, my health was number one and that she wanted me to still have a job so I could support my family. This is what she told me. And, uh, you know, she's just an incredible woman and she was very giving and, uh, you know, whatever, whatever I did for her, uh, it wasn't that hard for me to do. In other words, wrestling for her company and representing her company and, and being, you know, the best wrestler on the roster, it, you know, to me, that wasn't, uh, it wasn't something I, I asked a thank you for, you know, it, it was just my job. And uh, Dixie went beyond doing her job. She took care of me and she made sure of it, man. Maybe one of these days it would be a big coup for us. Cause she doesn't do many appearances, but I would Dixie love to have show. Dixie That's on the show. Idea. You know, I'm going to set that up. <laughs> I would love to have her and talk about bringing you on board all the way through going through this with you, what that looked like for her and working with you. I think it would be a great, a great Wonderful interview idea. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about the WWE. Did they reach out to you regarding their rehab program or did you reach out to them? Any, anything you know with them? You know, it was crazy, Paul. We almost simultaneously reached out. Like I called them and they called me oh, at okay. the same time and they left right. me a message and I, I left them a message and I was like, I heard, I heard my message. And I called them back again, <laughs> you know? So they wanted to make sure I was taken care of their wellness policy and their, their, um, uh, their drug policy and their, their rehab program. Yeah. Uh, they, they set that up probably five years after I left WWE and, uh, it's done amazing things for people. I mean, all the former wrestlers that have been addicts all went through that rehab program and most of them are doing really well. 
Buddy, who's not to say that you're not one of the ones that came to Vince McMahon's mind when he started to think about we need to put something in place for our wrestlers? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you that's how that works. Me. What's that? <laughs> he told me when I came back to WWE in 2017, he said, Kurt, you were the biggest pain in the ass I've oh, ever I- had in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I all the shit i did you know threatening him on the phone and you know uh you know painkiller problem and all my injuries it was just he was like you were the biggest pain he asked but i love you <laughs> i can't imagine your ocd combined with how you would act you know drunk and inebriate and all this other stuff i mean the t- the two combined has to be a shit show so <laughs> the worst is alcohol ocd <laughs> oh boy i can only imagine what do you remember uh, what the original plan was for your hall of fame induction and did anything change no i didn't know about it i, okay. I didn't know when they were going to induct me obviously they were going to around yeah. for glory but me getting the, you know, the DUI and getting arrested just wasn't the right time for them right. to do that. And I believe, you know, we're going to talk about it later in the show, but why they did this gimmick hall of fame was because I just got arrested and I went to rehab. I just got out of rehab and it just wasn't the right time. So they're stolen. The they yeah. were planning on that before I got okay. arrested. So yeah. This yeah. Was like, a, you know, the, this was a, like a glitch, you know, it was a stall tactic. Let's figure out something, something creative. Yeah. Let's figure out something creatively while we figure out what we're going to do with Curtis. Yes. Yes. Hey, go to geico.com. Pass it on. Well, listen, you're off TV and away from TNA until impact on October 10th. Kurt returns in October, a couple weeks before bound for glory on impact. And so here we go. It's impact. It's 10, 10, 2013. We got that clip here. Let's check it out together. I am the man who is deserving of the hall of fame induction. Not, not Kurt Angle. into the hall of fame of bound for glory is because of each and every one of you but let me ask you something what has kurt angle done lately what has kurt angle done for impact wrestling let me tell each and every one of you what bobby Roode has done i made history as the longest reigning, most dominant world heavyweight champion in the history of Impact Wrestling. I carried this company on my back, made evented all over the world, and what has Kurt Angle done? What has Kurt Angle done for TNA lately? Where, oh where is Kurt Angle now? Let me tell you where Kurt Angle
are these two? Your girlfriends? Watch the suit. Oh, right on the back of the head. Back-to-back suplexes for both Daniels and Kazarian. Oh, 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 yeah. Rude going to try and bail. Headstand on the ankle lock. Look at Rude escape. Bobby Rude. Bobby Rude. You just made the biggest mistake of your life. Kurt Angle is back. Do you remember how you're feeling uh, being back here in October? It felt good, man. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I was a little nervous because of what occurred and getting arrested and the fans accepting me. Uh, you know, you, you have to think about that when sure. you come, you know, come back. And uh, knowing that they were very receptive made me feel much better, made me feel more at ease. Uh, Observer says, uh, next was Bobby Rube being inducted into the Ego Hall of Fame. Men as a spoof on Kurt Angle going into the TNA Hall of Fame. Daniels and Kazarian came out in these awesome outfits. They looked like they were wearing the Dumb and Dumber outfits. Yeah, the, know, uh, that's the what orange, I was say. <laughs> orange and blue tuxes. They talked about how the Baseball Hall of Fame is fraudulent because they hadn't inducted Jose Canseco and the Impact Hall of Fame hadn't inducted the best tag team in the business. They called out Rude and had him sit in the giant king chair. They showed clips of all the guys who were praising someone else with these obviously poorly done sound edits to make it sound like they were praising rude rude came out with these fake tears trying to act like you when you cried when you got surprised and daniels told rude that he was a real hall of famer not like sting rude thanked them people were booing the hell out of this rude said they deserved the hall of fame more than angle because he was the longest reigning champ in history and carried the company on his back and then that's what we saw there. You came back out your first time since rehab, gave Daniels the belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Kazarian, a German, put the ankle lock on Rude. Rude escaped but lost a shoe in the process, and Angle wanted that match at Bound for Glory. Rude then said in the next segment that he's the one who makes the challenges, and he wanted Angle at Bound for Glory. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, that really changed things. <laughs> yeah, wow. Big, big time Bobby. So you're back in TNA. Uh, did you like the way they introduced you? Did you like the way that all went down? Yeah, it was about as good as they could have done. Okay. Uh, there was no way else for me to get in that arena and face those fans like I did without somebody out there, you know, kind of putting me down and, you know, lower me to another level. So when I came out, I could stick up for myself. So I, I, I think they did it the right way. And do you like working with Bobby right back? You know, Bobby, Rude <laughs> you here. Know what? Yeah. Bobby's a treat. I'll yeah. tell you this. Uh, I left on top and I came back on top because I was wrestling Bobby Roode. I, I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than that. So, yeah. you know, the company obviously still took care of you. Felt that I still had it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me spell it out for you. That's G E I C O.com. That's Geico.com. How special, Kurt, is it for you to be the second man inducted into the Hall of Fame? I mean, that's pretty cool. You're, and you get to face one of the top wrestlers in TNA as well. So how special is all this for you, man? 
Oh man, being second to Sting, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, Sting was uh, what I consider one of the greatest overall entertainers of all time. Uh, what he was able to do for the business and just, you know, knowing he came from WCW where everything was so political. Yeah. And he wasn't, but he still made it to the top. It's just crazy how blessed that guy has been and how people respected him so much that, you know what, they never tried to bury him. They always said, oh, Sting, he's great. I love this guy. Praise Sting. And and you know what? They they had so much respect for him that they never buried him. And it just it just shocks me because, you know, he had a, such an incredible career in WCW, and uh, he shouldn't have. <laughs> Dude, he's the one guy, and, and I'm sure there's others, but as far as a super megastar, an icon, the legend, that he's been, yes, I know it was towards the end of his career. He finally ended up a little bit in WWE. But from TNA, WCW, now he's in AEW. But everyone says how great of a guy he was. And everybody says nice guys finish last. He is that he's that example of no, 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 no. That's no. what I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah. No way. Incredible. He's always man. not he, been the political. Guy, he's the always. most giving guy, and he was always on top. Wow. Amazing. Uh, and he has no stink on him like some of the other guys and legends that have, unfortunately, uh, as their careers have gone out, have ended up with, we won't even get into names, but let's talk about you here. You're out of rehab. You said, Hey, they brought me back. I enjoyed the angle with, with rude. And that it was a good way for them to do it. What about you? Were you at this point ready to get back to work? Were you ready to go? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I was ready a month before this. Okay. <laughs> you know, they, they gave me a, a, a two whole months off. I only needed a month for rehab, but Dixie said, take your time, you know, come back whenever you're ready. And uh, I know that uh, they did call me, uh, you know, uh, fairly recently before I came on TV because they were, I think they decided they were only going to have pound for glory and they weren't going to have another pay-per-view for like six months. Oh, okay. So they called me and said, Hey, you know, are you ready to come back? And I said, yeah, I've, I've been ready. So I've been waiting on you guys to call me. And, uh, so that they, they decided to put me on the, on the card for bound for glory because they weren't going to have another pay-per-view until the spring. Gotcha. All right, well, we're going to continue the Bobby Roode storyline in our third clip of the week. It's Impact from October 17th. Let's check it out. Tell me, tell me right now what you've done lately, Kurt. Huh? Tell me what you've done. Let me tell you what you've done. You've done a whole lot of nothing over the last couple of years. The last thing, the last, the last thing that comes to mind with me is two years ago at Bound for Glory when you... Kurt Angle, two years ago, beat me to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. But you know what, Kurt? You did me a favor that night. You did me a big favor because you woke me up. Yeah, you made me see the light. And soon after that, the it factor of professional wrestling was born, and I went on to become a World Heavyweight Champion. And not only a world heavyweight champion, but the longest reigning, most dominant world heavyweight champion in the history of this company. Longer than you, Kurt Angle. So this Sunday at Bound for Glory, I'm not going to be Kurt Angle, no. No, I'm going to be Bobby Roode. Because this Sunday at Bound for Glory, Bobby Roode is going to beat Kurt Angle. 
gonna beat me when you're gonna be the one that's tapping. <laughs> you see, Kurt, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong because I'm not gonna tap. Because, oh! Look at Rude. Well, Rude looked for that opportunity. He took it and now seizing it. Boy, how disrespectful is this? Daniels, here comes Kazarian. Oh, it's the numbers on Kurt. The members of Ego pays to have friends. <laughs> Good thing for Bobby Roode, otherwise, in a couple of days, that bound for glory. That ankle might have been shattered going into that match. Watch out. Oh, my. Oh, the force and the impact. The angle went into the steel post, shoulder first. Look at that. Yeah, Rude's going to do it on his own. That intensity right there. Cranking back on the head and the neck. Surgically repaired neck. Multiple surgeries for Kurt Angle's neck. He's tapping Kurt Angle. No option but to tap. It's not even a match. It's basically a sign to say, let me go. You got me. As I was saying... <laughs> I'm going to make you tap out. Wow, this, uh, well, the complexion of this match, the intensity level, it just rolls, man. Can't wait till Sunday. Can't wait till Sunday. Personal, three days away. Rude versus Hank. All right, so a few things here. You were out of wrestling for about two months. As you said, they bring you back. We've only seen suit jacket, Kurt so far. You came out the week before in a suit coat. You come out this week in a suit coat. There's been no wrestling matches, at least that we've seen on TV. They kick your butt here, beat you down, have you tap out. Remember that because Meltzer's going to have some comments on it, but what are you thinking? Like, because you haven't been active in a wrestling ring yet. Now you're going to go into the pay-per-view. So are you think you're ready cardio wise and all that stuff? Oh, Paul, come on, man. Me? Come on. Yeah, come on, Kurt. Are I'm you ready? always ready, Paul. All right. I've always been up for the challenge. I've never blown up one time. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Blew okay. me up. It was in Fresno. He always reminds me. But no, listen, I was always ready to wrestle. Uh, I never had problems with not being in wrestling shape. Uh, being out for two months, obviously, I trained my butt off even though I was out. Okay. And I did a lot of great cardio work. But um, I've always been ready to wrestle. I, I you know, to this day, I, I'm ready to wrestle. <laughs> well, Kurt, this is before chicken snacks, so I don't even know what you're eating back then. I got to ask <laughs> those questions. That's right. So I don't <laughs> even know what you're, you know, you're doing there. But I mean, again, still not bumping around. But like you said, you are our Olympic hero. So that was kind of a dumb question on my end. So Kurt's <laughs> ready to go. He he's ready to do this. But I want to read you some thoughts from Meltzer because he was not exactly excited about this whole deal with you, especially with you uh, tapping out. He said, I'm not sold on the idea that a top face should be tapping in an angle. 
It's not MMA. It's about creating faces who are larger than life that people feel they can invest in and won't let them down. Real fighters tap in submission, but fantasy baby faces would rather in most cases take an injury than give the heel the satisfaction of quitting. I'm not saying never tap, but only do it judiciously in the sense when it has impact. It's a better, better story that Angle is going into BFG hurt because he had so much guts that he refused to tap than people seeing the face tap quickly before the pay-per-view. Put it this way. How many times did Hogan say, I quit and beg to stop when heels were beating him down in an angle or Crusher or Austin or Dusty Rhodes or anyone who actually was an ultra successful headliner? So, Kurt, what do you think about Meltzer's opinion on you here and why you shouldn't have tapped? What do you think about all this? Okay, Meltzer's right. He's absolutely right. If you're a big-time babyface, you never tap out. But there's certain instances where you do it. And Meltzer never asked me what the fuck that was. Okay, <laughs> I would have told him. Yeah. Okay, what we were trying to do is establish Bobby's um, uh, submission hold. So we didn't have it established. He was barely using it. And uh, he didn't get over with it yet. So okay. what I decided to do the week before Bound for Glory is get that fucking move over. <laughs> So I had him put it on me and I tapped out. So the fans would say, oh my gosh, Kurt tapped out. If he gets in this move at the pay-per-view, he's going to tap out too. So I was trying to help build the match. Gotcha. I was working for the match. So and, it was, you know, yeah. Meltzer would have asked, I would have told him. Well, he doesn't ask. He spins the narrative, however, whatever he receives. But to your point, it was giving his, his new maneuver or his new, you know, finisher or new submission credibility, credibility. Yes, one exactly. more time. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. There you go. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? We all do. And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV, even help homeowners, condo, or renters with coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. That's the key. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. So Kurt, as we continue the build here, you did a couple of interviews promoting the show and your induction. And we have some of the notes here. It said Kurt Angle said he was still working with the people in rehab doing a weekly chat every Wednesday night at seven o'clock. Angle's rehab was paid for by WWE since the company offers rehab for anyone who has ever been under contract with the group as long as, for, as it's for drugs and alcohol. Angle noted that he didn't find out until just before the angle was shot that he was going to wrestle at Bound for Glory. As noted last week, the original card had Samoa Joe versus Bobby Roode, which is why the X Division angle was shot the way it was. Angle was supposed to work after the show with Rude coming from an angle that would take place over the Bound for Glory weekend. On the Busted Open radio show, he said, The WWE program has been amazing. They've done a lot for me, and they continue to. I work with them still. They're amazing at what they do. They've had so many guys go through their recovery and are still in recovery. So why do you think TNA wanted you to wrestle. And I think you were just sharing a little bit about that with me as far as the length between pay-per-views. But I also think there's something where they just probably also wanted a boost to the card, right? Oh yeah. They wanted a boost to the card. I mean, not only did they not have pay-per-views running until the next spring, 
But, you know, having Kurt Angle come back and he was ready to go, obviously, you know, you're going to put him on the card. Uh, you know, that you're going to get better buys and uh, pay-per-view buys. So I, I wasn't surprised that they booked me. And not only that, I'm sure, like you said, you were in constant communication with Dixie at this point. So I'm sure she knows how you're feeling, how you're she doing. Status, yeah. That's right. She knows how everything's going. Uh, Meltzer goes on. He said, on what he's learned, he said, realizing my whole life has been revolved around me and high expectations of myself and never really enjoying, and you said this earlier, Kurt, what I have done and what I've accomplished, whether it be in the Olympics or in pro wrestling, I've never really been satisfied. It led to a lot of depression and turmoil. It's about going easy on yourself and patting yourself on the back every once in a while, which I've never done with anything. It's putting things in perspective a little bit. What I do is a job. My marriage and my kids are more important than that. I don't think I've ever looked at it that way until now regarding the state of the company. There was a lot of uncertainty. Thank God the company is still going. They're still kicking it into high gear, but looking at the changes from the outside, it looked a little scary, but once I got to TV last week, everybody is still giving their highest performance and doing the best that they can. And, uh, this wasn't exactly a great time here in TNA, Kurt. Did you think, uh, TNA still had the chance to, to be number one or a highly competitive wrestling company? Listen, TNA never had a chance to be number one. Um, as much as I hate to admit that. You know, they came close a couple of times with the ratings, you know, fairly close, not really close, but I mean, TNA was great being number two. Uh, we didn't have the pressure on us. WWE had all the pressure on them. We were the ones that were, you know, having great wrestling shows and, you know, we were just enjoying our time uh, during the show and not worrying about being number one. I know Dixie wanted to be number one, yeah, but it's just so hard to be number one when WWE is the leader. I mean, the thing is if Dixie had Vince's money, Okay. Okay. But she didn't have his money yeah. and they were running out of funds, especially at this point in time that we're talking about right now in 2013, this is when the company was really struggling. They were let go, letting go of talent because of money. Yeah. I've heard it best explained where the focus should have been more on being the alternative versus yes, trying to be that's what I always wanted. I told her it's okay. Being number two, be happy with that. As long as you have that, you're, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to last forever. Yeah. Talk about, it was mentioned quickly there as, as I read those notes about you, you were talking about your focusing on your family. Can you tell us a little bit and share how your family life shifted and changed as you got done with rehab? Oh, man. You know, I, I, I never, I've always been for myself. I never really, uh, thought I had to, uh, assist anybody in my, in my life. In other words, from the, my childhood, my, my, my role was to win Olympic gold medal. That's all I did was work on myself. And then when I left the, you know, left amateur wrestling, I went to pro wrestling, same thing, worked on myself. And I never really gave any time to anybody else. It was always about me. I was really selfish. But when you when you're training for the Olympic gold medal, you have to be you have selfish. to be. Yeah. But you know, I realized after I went to rehab, I realized, you know, that's not the important thing here. I have four beautiful kids at the time. I have six now. But you know, and I have a wonderful wife. And uh, I'm not even taking advantage of that. I'm not enjoying that at all. And uh, so that's when I started to enjoy my family life. And now I'm, I'm so happy. You know, I, I, I spend all this time with my wife and kids and we have so much fun together. 
And I never thought life would be this great. I, you know, I, I, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. When I, when I retired from wrestling, I got depressed for a little while. Sure. And, uh, you know, it was hard for me to keep moving every day, knowing that my career was done, but my family saved my life. Yeah. I mean, I, my wife, when I was in rehab, you know what she said to me? She said, I can't do this anymore. Um, you either go to rehab or I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. Oh, and I didn't want to lose them. I was like, Oh my God, like how bad of a husband and father have I been? You know, that she's, she's at this, you know, her ends wit and, and understandably, I mean, I had 40 DUIs, so you know, <laughs> she had a, a lot of time to think about this, but you know, just having my family with me, um, knowing uh, it woke me up and made me realize what was most important. That was family. And, and buddy, you know, what's awesome and cool to see now on social media and people, a lot of our, I'm sure most, all of our fo- listeners follow you. You're at swim meets now. You're at movies. You're at restaurants. You're enjoying your family, and you found yeah. That's all I do is hang out with my wife and kids. <laughs> you get to see them though, having those magical moments, and they're going to look back, especially your young ones, and be so grateful that you got to be there. Their dad got to be there and be right. a part of that, you know. And that's what matters at the end of the it day. It does. You're absolutely right, Paul. Man, so so there you go. You own your own home, go to Geico.com. Do you rent your own home? Go to Geico.com. Do you have a car? Go to Geico.com. Want to save some money? Go to Geico.com. Well, we have a little bit more here from The Observer. It said, uh, Kurt pushed that the company should resign Hogan. A lot of people would say no, but look what this guy has done for wrestling. Anytime he goes out there, he gets the loudest pop. He gets the loudest cheer. It doesn't matter if he's wrestling or not. Hogan is a talent that you want in your company, and I have a lot of respect for him. I didn't have a lot of respect for him when he first started. But again, and this is what you said earlier, I really didn't know him because I didn't watch wrestling when I first started. But getting to know him and seeing what he's done for the business, I would say, heck yeah, you want to sign that guy. Were you surprised that Hulk ultimately did leave TNA or did you kind of see that writing was on the wall? <laughs> he didn't leave TNA. You know what? I was there today. The he was fired and I didn't see the firing of him, but he walked into my locker room. It was actually an office. We, we, we were at the, the universal Studios. Okay. There were no locker rooms here, but he walked to my office and he goes, I can't believe it. I just got fired. <laughs> That's what he said to me in that tone of voice. And I was like, holy shit, Hulk Hogan gets fired. I never heard that one before. <laughs> Yeah, really? <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, it had to be money issues. Yeah, I was going to say, did he share you with you, you anything? You want to keep Hulk Hogan at all costs. But if you can't afford him, then you got to get rid of him. Did, did he end up saying any follow-up when he said, I just got fired with like, man, this is what happened? Or do you remember any of that? No, no, he didn't. He walked in. He told me that. He wanted to make sure I heard that. And then he walked out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it was like, holy crap. I, How does Hulk Hogan get fired? That doesn't make any sense. did you forget yet come on geico.com well kurt here we are it's the night before bound for glory it's the induction ceremony held and here's what Meltzer had to say they did a hall of fame dinner for him the night before bound for glory where sting magnus who we've now known to come and love as nick aldis and samoa joe all spoke and praised him angle himself talked for about five minutes he says only five minutes it was in a hotel ballroom and it was nothing memorable so what do you remember (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lucky Thanks, Dave. what do you remember of this were you uncomfortable knowing what were you about to do the next day at the show was this just sort of yes. lackluster what did I you was think very uncomfortable paul and i just want to cut you off right there go ahead it was it was hard because i knew that i was going to turn it down and, and and then i'm wondering why we're having this hall of fame in a hotel and um it wasn't really a big event it wasn't that fancy and i thought 
holy crap, Dixie planned this out from the beginning. She wanted me to be inducted and then refuse it the next day so that I could be inducted at a later time when, when it was more appropriate. Because at this point in my life, you know, just getting out of rehab, I wasn't ready to be inducted. Yeah. Everybody, I knew that. Dixie knew that. Everybody knew that. It wasn't the right time for, hey, Kurt Angle just got out of rehab from pills and alcohol. Let's induct him to a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I, I need to feel like I earned something. Yes. I, yes. I got in the Hall of Fame. So that's why we uh, pushed it back. We we did a gimmick Hall of Fame, and then we I refused it the next night, and then we waited until we went to England overseas for the next pay-per-view. Yeah, you need to let all that die down, let it breathe, and and then to your point, hey, did you go to Geico yet? Get a quick quote and see how much you can save for free at geico.com. Here we are. It's the next day. It's bound for glory, and it's really it's amazing to look back to see uh, what was about to happen here at TNA. This pay-per-view is the last pay-per-view TNA would run, to your point earlier, until March of next year. Were you made aware around this time, though, that they were going to start cutting pay-per-views? You know what? They told me that when they called me back to wrestle bound for glory, uh, I had no idea. Um, as a matter of fact, I think they started cutting house shows too. They did. They did. And, uh, you know, but you know, TNA had to do it. They had to cut costs and those things cost money. So they decided to, to cancel them. So they're cutting pay-per-views. They're cutting house shows. They're not cutting your pay. Are they? No, no, that's the one thing Dixie Carr never did with me. There you go. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I would wrestle 80 dates a year in TNA. In WWE, I was doing 250. In TNA, I was making seven figures, okay, wrestling 80 dates a year. God. It was, listen, they paid me incredible money, and they never stopped paying me. I never got a check late. It was always on time. Dixie Carter always treated me like gold, and that's why I love her so much. Dixie, listen, if you want to start, if you're listening to this snippet and want to start a wrestling company again, Kurt Angle will come back and wrestle for you. Okay? <laughs> I'll come back and wrestle for you, Dixie. <laughs> With that, you pay me the same money. <laughs> yeah, for less dates. Just pay him the same money. You're, I'm, I'm kidding. But, man, what, what a, that's good, man. This, hey, listen, this would also be Sting's final appearance on pay-per-view with TNA, by the way. It's just crazy to see how quickly TNA is stripping the roster of its people at this point. But yeah, they have to. I think they had to at that particular yeah. time. They had to cut costs and. Uh, Sting was a pricey guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think because he was later in his career, you know, Sting at this particular time was probably close to 60 years old or, or pretty close to it. So I think that um, they were thinking um, that, you know, he was re ready to retire pretty soon. So uh, put it this way they were thinking, Kurt Angle or Sting, which one do we let go? Yeah. Who well, would you early 40s? He's probably like 50 ish, 50. Guy. Early I'd let 50s. go of the older yeah. guy because the younger guy has more years left in him. Well, so listen, they had to make a choice. I think we're here, buddy. It is uh, the hall of fame at bound for glory. This is our fourth clip of the week. Let's take a look at it. This is going to be uh, interesting. Good evening, everyone. And welcome to the 2013 TNA wrestling hall of fame dinner. Ladies and gentlemen, your Olympic gold medalist, Kurt. Angle. Giovanna. First and foremost, if you want to know what the physical embodiment of tenacity is, it is Kurt Angle. He wants to push his performance to the next level. He wants to deliver to the fans the very best in professional wrestling every night he steps into the ring. Wrestling Kurt Angle is both the most physically arduous and painful thing you can do, and somehow it managed to be the most rewarding. 
Kurt was my hero when I was just a wrestling fan. And I can say again in, in all sincerity that he is my hero today. On behalf of my entire generation, thank you for everything you've done and everything you continue to do for this great business that we all love so much. Thank you. Kurt Angle, I'm going to go on record as saying he is the most, the most incredible all-around, most talented wrestler. He is one of the greatest all-around entertainers in our business, and I mean that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man who will be inducted tomorrow night at Bound for Glory into the TNA Hall of Fame, Mr. Kurt Thank you so much. That means a lot to me because I have a lot of respect for all of you. I want to thank all the fans because without you, there would not be an impact wrestling. God bless you. All right. Well, hey, Kurt, you know, I, I shared this last night. I'm going to say it again to this crowd here in San Diego, but I am... I'm pretty lonesome, man. I'm in the Hall of Fame all by myself, you know? So I would love it if Kurt Angle would come join me in the TNA Hall of Fame. Let's make it official right here and now. said and the response from this amazing crowd just made me realize how important this Hall of Fame induction really is. And the responsibility that goes with it. The truth is I have let myself, my family, my peers down. by not living up to my real potential and the standard that you have set for the, for the Hall of Fame. Which is why I'm gonna respectfully decline this Hall of Fame induction. Whoa, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second. I'm gonna set a new standard for myself for this company, for the industry. Everything that I've accomplished in the past is nothing compared to what I'm gonna accomplish now and in the future. And Stinger, when I am worthy, I will join you in the Hall of Fame. Thank you.
Awkward. Oh, yeah, the fans apparently started chanting that was awkward. So who came up with that? I know I know the reasoning for it, but who came up with that idea ultimately? Uh, creative. You okay. know, Dixie Carter and the writers, they decided that um, I should turn it down. And you know what? It, it was a bit awkward, but I agree with them. I don't think it was the right time. You know, I wish they would have never inducted me in the first in, place. at Slammiversary in the first place. Um, you know, I think um, uh, they should have held off. Uh, and, and I don't know if they inducted me before I went to rehab. I, I can't remember. Yeah, so it was Slammiversary where they announced it. Then the then you got pulled over. Then you went to gotcha. rehab. Okay. So, so it's almost yeah, like, so hey, let's just work. Yeah. So let's just hold the understand. whole thing. Yeah. They could have, or they could have just said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to we're tr- somehow transition. So instead of having the dinner and keeping it all going, you know what? They, they, they waste a lot of time and energy. All yeah. I had, to, all they had to say is, listen, Kurt's going to re- refuse it right now. Yes. When the time is per right, his issues. The they made it a lot more complicated. Than yeah. Per personal issues that, right man. now that he's working through, Kurt's going to, you know, defer. Right. And, and right. They another time for me. There you go. Said, hey, Kurt's going to decline this right now, but <sighs> in the future, when he feels he's worthy, he will accept it. Yeah. And, and think about the fans, right? Who paid to see your induction the night before. <laughs> okay. The, and then, and then you decline it on pay-per-view. They got to feel like, what the hell did I just pay to go to that dinner for? It's kind of like a slap in the face. I to know, the they customer. paid good money to go to that dinner. And I end up refusing it the next night. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, you know what? Any fan in that, uh, that, <laughs> that went to that hall of fame induction, I will pay you back your tickets. You got to show proof of receipt that you were at that dinner that night. Yeah, though. show the proof of receipt. You're going to have like all these fans like, I was at the dinner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Whether you own or rent, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. So here we go, Kurt. The show only drew 3,000 people. Was this sort of like a reality check on the state of TNA at the time? Well, TNA was struggling. I mean, yeah, this was bound for glory. 3000 fans. This is yeah. our biggest, this was our WrestleMania. Uh, so yeah, we were struggling. Uh, didn't have a lot of money. We're losing a lot of talent. And I think the momentum started to uh, go against us. So this was a trial time for TNA. This is where we had to really bear down and, and make a comeback. All right, here we go. Uh, speaking of, of the match, it's angle. It's rude. It's our fifth clip of the week. And we're going to go to the ending of it here together strategy we've seen and, from both men as we said my my you know kurt has not been in a match in quite some time so but he's looking pretty oh, good oh, here. Oh, go for the ankle again oh man that's it that's gotta be it now yeah. the ring positioning is strong here he's got it because he's got in. him dead center mike he's got that ankle lock locked in if kurt's able he's gonna kick off nah, the no, tenacity. no no the free leg doesn't work the tenacity that's the grip that's what you talked about earlier. Hand strength, power, the grip of angle. And rude. Oh, he's great oh, no, it. Grapevine. There it is. Factor that in. Once you put the grapevine on, once you add that to the ankle lock, you've got to tap. It adds so much more force to the hold. Rude's going to have no option but the tap. He's got to tap here. Even if he gets to that rope, what kind of damage can close he is. And at the same time, look how far Rude's going to tap. He's going to just tap out. Forget about your pride, dude. going to just break your ankle here. Oh, my oh, God. What's Kurt added the grapevine onto the ankle lock. It's an unbeatable combination. Rude might have passed out. He might be out, Because man. of the pain. The pain, yeah. Sure. Hey, dude, he's passed out, Mike. 
Wait a minute, no, his hand just moved. Let's see, let's see. What? Well, the, well, wait a minute. What the, the, well, the referee raised his hand. Well, the, ref, the referee the I don't. The, I don't think the referee pulled his hand to the ropes. It was just when he raised his hand, Rude then reached out and touched. Well, well you can see that Bobby's eyes looked at the rope when the ref raised his hand. That was a kind of a I funky mean, deal. I don't know what was going on there, but I mean, just to just just to see Kurt Angle have the the ankle lock with the grapevine and, and to, to see Kurt not get the win right there. Uh, and Bobby just, I guess he maybe had some air left in his body. He was able to, you know, the ref tried to see if he was going to tap, like you said. Right now, let's focus on what Angle's about to do here. Well, Kurt has a strategy in place. This is the point I was saying, Mike. At this point in the match, this is where Angle, believe it or not, this is where the guy gets dangerous. This is where he gets very dangerous. Yeah, where he takes it to that, that level that you never see coming. He's got a built-in clock in his body. The cyborg is here in full look effect. At this. Watch out. Look now, oh look my out God. from the top. It's a desperation well, move by Kurt Angle. We're gonna find out if it if it pays off for Kurt. Rude down. Kurt. Kurt's gotta roll over. Let's take another look right here. Oh. Well, if Bobby Rude wasn't knocked out earlier from the pain of the ankle lock, he's definitely knocked out now. But Angle, Angle landed on the back of his own head, and all that pressure and offense that Rude has put on the back of the neck of Angle and the referee, he's up to here. six here. We're close, we're at seven. No Kurt. movement from either man. Yeah, Kurt, yeah, but Bobby's moving now, and Kurt's not. Bobby's gonna win! At nine, Rude up to his, his feet. Gonna drop back down. Rude gets the pin. He's gonna get he, him. He, he fell right into the pin. Your winner, Bobby Rude. Well, I'm concerned about wow. Kurt. Yeah, I'm Kurt. concerned about the way that Kurt just never moved. I, 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 he has not moved. I don't, I don't know if he knocked himself out. The back of his head has hit that mat hard from the top rope on an angle slam. But I, that that can happen very easily. It's happened to me. You can get knocked sure. out applying a move and falling the back. Kurt, watching the end of that match now again, what did you think of that? Just fucking it. weird. Oh, so weird. <laughs> Listen, you know what they wanted to do? They wanted me to take myself out. So they didn't want Bobby to do any damage on me. They wanted me to do damage on myself so the fans would have more sympathy for me. I think it's a bunch of bogus crap. Yeah. Um, I think we would have had a much better match just having a clean finish and a good finish because that match, the, the whole match up until the end was incredible. I mean, I th even think Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars. He did. He, probably he did. dropped it a, a star because of uh, the finish. Yeah. And not that I'm, you know, into Meltzer's, you know, ratings. ratings. Yeah. You know, he is pretty accurate with them. But, you know, they just wanted the fans. They wanted me to take myself out. And uh, so the fans felt sympathy for me. Instead, if Bobby would have taken me out, it would have been like Bobby deserved to, to win that match. But if I did it to myself, then it's, oh, poor Kurt. Yeah, well, I don't think we it worked though. No, no. I I just watching it with you there thought this this no wonder this company was struggling, you know, uh, with finishes it was like a weird that. Finish, man. They 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 ended up bringing in a stretcher. We didn't have it in the video. 
because uh, they wanted to send, everything. Neck brace, whole nine yards. You refused it. You got up and uh, you refused to go out on a stretcher. You're right. Meltzer gave you three and three quarters. But like you said, it, the whole idea is to have you kind of build yourself up from the bottom again. This is the whole storyline. Uh, like you said, you thought this thing was all weird. And uh, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> it just it just does. It feels weird. But here we are. We're through bound for glory. You've rejected the Hall of Fame. And a few months later, the induction is going to happen, this time on the company's trip to the U.K. And there's actually a press release for it. I'm going to read it here real quick. It says, Olympic gold medalist and Impact Wrestling superstar Kurt Angle announced the news earlier today during an appearance on the popular Sunday brunch TV show on Channel 4. Angle will be inducted to the prestigious TNA Hall of Fame this Saturday, February 1st, during the London leg of the tour at Wembley Arena. Angle said, there are some things I wanted to accomplish before accepting induction in the Hall of Fame, and now I'm ready. I'm thankful I've been able to do this in my own time. The phenomenal wrestling fans in London will be part of this memorable and emotional night this Saturday. The star recently listed London as one of the top 10 wrestling cities in the world and added, Wembley is such a storied venue, and with thousands of fans, it will be a perfect setting for the induction ceremony. A majority of my life has been dedicated to achieving success as a wrestler, being inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame is an accomplishment, accomplishment and honor I'll cherish forever. Angle becomes the second inductee into the TNA Hall of Fame following the inaugural induction in 2012 of the icon Sting. So why do you think this is as far as doing it in England? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was a great idea. Okay. I mean, if you're going to have a, a great setting, you're going to have eight to 10,000 fans in England. Yeah, big crowd. They are That's one right. of the top uh, countries or yeah, cities drawn. in London. Yeah. Uh, for uh, you know, wrestling fans, and uh, I thought that was the best place to have it. I was okay. really happy about that. Well, you're inducted. It's uh, January 30th in London, which would air on the February 27th edition of Impact. And uh, Meltzer says next was the Angle Hall of Fame ceremony. Angle would come out. He didn't get a plaque or a ring, but he did get a watch. He thanked his family and the fans. Uh, and then Ethan Carter the Third would interrupt. In our final clip of the week, we have this whole segment, so let's check it out together. Kurt, you're finally inducted into the TNA <laughs> Hall of Fame. I want to thank my beautiful wife, Giovanna, for being my rock. I want to thank my kids. Kira, Cody... Juliana, Sophia, I love you guys. I just want, I want to make you proud. I want to thank the amazing talent in the back. And last but not least, I want to thank each and every one of you. Better be careful here.
gentlemen, I am sad to inform you that an unnamed source has stated and confirmed medical reports that Kurt Angle has suffered a torn ACL and torn MCL. Now, Kurt Angle is going to have to have surgery due to the savage attack of Ethan Carter III, and it is unconfirmed whether Kurt Angle could ever perform again. Kurt, honestly, I'm, uh, I'm very sorry. I, I got out of hand when I attacked you. I was just trying to send a message, and I, I know you understand that. Um, but out of respect to you, to the, the lovely family you mentioned, I think it's time, Kurt, for you to officially retire. Would you get in this ring when you know I'm gonna tear your throat out? Because, Kurt, great question by the way. You have a torn ACL and you have a torn MCL, and unless there's an Olympic sport for gimping, I mean, I feel like I'd be pretty mobile to avoid you if I needed to, which I don't. Makes sense. No. If you're going to confirm something, don't you think you should go with the source? Why? The internet's always right. Well, at least 50% of the time. 50%, huh? Did you know the actual source is right 100% of the time? And since I am the actual source, I'm gonna give you my medical condition. MCL, no tear. ACL, no tear. Do you really wanna be in this ring right now with Kurt Angle? I really don't. I know you're new here. You're trying to make a name for yourself. I get it. But why the hell would you pick Kurt Angle? So, Kurt, what do you think here? Do you like the way how they put an angle on the back end of your retirement or your Hall of Fame? I'm sorry, your Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, yeah. That was me starting with Ethan Carter the third. And I was excited about wrestling this kid. This kid was so talented. Yeah. He came in with a huge personality, incredible charisma. I knew this kid would be excellent. Do you still have the uh the watch that you got? Uh, yes, it's in my safe. <laughs> okay, all right, there you That's go. Where I put all my T- or Hall of Fame items. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was just was it gold medal? 
was it a was it at least a Rolex or do you remember what kind of watch yes, it was? Yes, it was oh, a Rolex. Yes. There you go, Dixie stepping it up. Splurge. There, yes, nice. <laughs> would you say that's one of your career highlights? Would you go that? Yeah, far? yeah, my top five: TNA Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, Olympic gold medal, and my first two WWE championships against Rock and Stone Cold. Those are my top five. Ah, very cool. If you didn't go to Geico yet, then you must not like to save money. I mean, come on. This is the last time I'm saying it. Go to Geico.com and be eternally grateful that you did. Uh, Kurt, we have a few fan questions this week before we wrap up the show. We got a question from AWH. He said, did this rematch with Robert Roode redeem Bound for Glory 2011 for you? Yes and no. Uh, yes, because we had a much better match because Bobby was more mature. Uh, we had better chemistry at this point in time, but no, because the finish sucked ass. It did suck <laughs> ass. All right. Uh, Instagram, a wrestling historian, our buddy is up next. He said, do you remember who praised you in speeches at your TNA Hall of Fame? And what did you think of the company doing a solo induction compared to classes like WWE's version? Thanks in advance. Well, the three were uh, Sting, um, uh, Samoa Joe, and Magnus. Or yeah, yeah, Nick Aldis. Yep. And Samoa Joe, oh my gosh, how articulate can he get? He is That good. kid is so intelligent. I mean, yeah. the words that come out of his mouth, I didn't even understand half of them. Yeah, they were that good. <laughs> yeah, they were that complicated. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what was the other question? Like, you do you like the solo induction versus WWE where they do you a class? What? If you're being inducted, yes, you love it because it's only you. All about you, baby. <laughs> but, but to be honest with you, I think, you know, if you want to have a nice two-hour celebration, a dinner that goes with it or whatever it is, you're probably going to want to induct a few different people. Yeah. Um, you know, having one person, you have what? You're going to end up having, instead of uh, four or five inductees, you're going to have four or five people talk about the one inductee. Yeah. So, you know, it gets old after a while because you hear the same thing over and over. So, to make it last two hours is almost impossible. You know, to induct one person, it's basically, hey, Kurt Angle, come up here, accept your Hall of Fame award. Oh, by the way, Sting's going to speak for you first. And, you know, so, it, it, you know, you're not, if you have an induction, you want it to at least be a couple hours. Yeah. So I, you want to do more than one person. I'm with you. I think right now with Raven having just gone in and yourself, I think they're at 10. So you had Sting, Team 3D, Jeff Jarrett, Earl Hebner, Gail Kim, Abyss, Ken Shamrock, Awesome Kong, and as we mentioned, Raven, and then you as well. So there you go. Um, facts from wrestling, sports, games, and et cetera is up next. He said three questions. One, uh, do you think that EC3 will make a big impact in TNA in 2013 to 2017? Actually, that's his only question. Do you think that EC3 will make a big impact in TNA? Uh, he did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. He actually beat me for the world title. He had an incredible career. I was really proud of the kid. You know, when you first meet him, he has this chip on his shoulder and you kind of think he's a prick, but he's not. He's actually okay. a really good kid, very humble. He just has this arrogance about him, natural arrogance, and it works extremely well for his promos and everything, his character. So, you know, EC3 is a good kid and uh, he worked really hard to get to where he was. Yeah, he's out there doing his thing with Control Your Narrative and uh, very talented, no question about it. Francis Reyes is up next. Do you still have any of the stuff from your TNA Hall of Fame, like any gifts or the T-shirt from that induction? You said you still have the watch in your safe. I have the watch. It's all I have. I didn't okay. get any T-shirt or any gifts, so okay. that was it. Uh, Matt Godfrey says, Kurt, do you think Bobby Roode should be better pushed in WWE? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby Roode's the most underrated wrestler up there. Uh, they are not doing right by Bobby. He is so talented. He, I have to say, 
for me working with my, you know, I work with thousands of talent. Bobby's in my top 10. He definitely is in my top 10. The guys work with. Yeah. Uh, Brian Haremza, same, uh, similar question to what we just had earlier. He said you faced Bobby Roode two years prior in the main event for bound for glory. What was different about this match besides the shitty ending, as opposed to your match with him two years prior, Bobby became better mature. You know, he, he got yeah. a lot better. Um, you know, this was his, it, it was a two year run that he had as a singles competitor. So this was the first time he was wrestling singles for uh, several years because he was tagging with James storm. Uh, but he got better and that, you know, that's what made him one of the best wrestlers in TNA because, uh, you know, he was always talented, but when he became a singles competitor, he, 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 uh, ended up on the map. Yeah. He being one of the greatest TNA stars of all time. And he had two more years of experience under his yes. belt. So just, you know, he's, he's obviously moved forward, uh, with a skill set. And two, the SmackDown six are in full swing with the tag team tournament to crown the first ever SmackDown tag team champs. Kurt, you would team with Chris Benoit to defeat Billy Kidman and John Cena. Man, what a tag team that was, by the way. Then Los Guerreros before taking on Edge and Rey Mysterio in the finals at No Mercy. We'll also talk about Katie Vick. Yeah, we are. The ring breaking the opening match at No Mercy, having to follow Hunter versus Kane and Taker versus Brock in a hell and a cell match. Dude, I'm looking forward to going over that with you. But before we get out of here this week, we know the deal. Here we go. First, adfreeshows.com. Got to check it out. I need to put over. Just released this week. Title Chase, a brand new episode. It's the WCW title, the belt that was held by Vader, Ron Simmons, Lex Luger, Sting, Conrad, and Dave Milliken sit down and talk about that Reggie Parks made belt. It's 60 minutes long. I watched it as soon as it came out. So good. Upgrade. You get bonus shows just like that all the time on adfreeshows.com. Plus, you get bonus Kurt episodes and all kinds of other opportunities and shows to listen to and be a part of. Kurt, also physicallyfit.com, buddy. We talked about them already. Chicken snacks, all kinds of flavors going. You're grabbing them right now. Tell us about them. Chicken snacks and snack smart snack smart crispy protein bites. One's chicken or protein, one's organic plant protein. There are eleven different flavors. They all they're all incredible. Honey mustard, uh, sriracha, uh, buffalo wild um, buffalo and blue cheese. Um, they also have cinnamon swirl, which is one of my favorites. I love pizza. Uh, there there are a lot of great flavors. You're gonna absolutely love them. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. And if you use promo code AnglePod. You'll get 20% off your first order. If you want to become a lifetime member on the website, uh, you'll get uh, 20% off for the rest of your life. Woo. Can't get any better than that. And finally this week, it's the Kurt angle brand.com. Go to that web- website, Kurt angle brand.com. That's where you're going to find all that merch. I'm talking from cowboy hats to milk boxes to cameo videos, which to me, man, that is, that's where the shit, it, that's where it's at, bro. It is. You can get cowboy hats, milk cartons, autographed photos, birthday <laughs> cards, T-shirts, cameo voice messages. You name it, 
I got it, man. Just order it and I'll send it to you. I, I said milk boxes. We can't say what flavor. We can't say any flavors of the chicken snacks. You can tell we're at an hour and 15. We don't know how to uh, talk after an hour on this show. Hey, we're in overtime, man. We're in overtime, buddy. We're losing our words. But, man, this has been a lot of fun this week with you. We will be back again next week. Kurt and I will be discussing all things No Mercy 2002. On behalf of your Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right back here on... On the Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.